Hi, Nurse Lala here with MedSearch Nursing, LLC. I want you to be successful in your nursing career, and I want you to be just as knowledgeable as I am. So I've decided I'm giving back to the next generation of nurses. I'm providing you with access to my professional development courses for free. That's right, absolutely free, but only for a limited time. Nurses, nursing students, don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity to help build your resume. Visit MedSearchNursingLLC.Teachable.com to enroll today. Mr. Barry Coleman, again on another episode of Understand the Nursing Game podcast. You know, I've been hearing uh, a lot of people been tuning in and they tell me I sound like Keith Sweat on here. I don't know if I sound like Keith Sweat. We're we, we going to get a go for today. Hey, I got, uh, before we uh, get to the special guest for today, I got the quote of today. Let's see. All right. If you find it in your heart to care for somebody else, you will have succeeded. Read it again. If you find it in your heart to care for somebody else, you will have succeeded. That's Miss Maya Angelo. She that's another great quote. I, I love that one because hey, this world is not all about you. And um, I'm finding out just through life experience, hey, if you are willing to give or make somebody else day a little bit better, you'll be blessed down the road. So um for whoever going through whatever they're going through hey just keep your head up always have other people in mind and um hey you might not get you might not even be the one to get the blessing somebody else in your family might get blessed because of something you did so just keep that in mind no matter where you're in in life so hey we're gonna go ahead and get to our special special guest in the building today hey who do we have in the building today my name is ashley whitlatch hi everybody all right. Hey, I'm going to start it out like I do every episode. Tell everybody where you're from. So I'm from Illinois, I'm a little bit away from Chicago. No, no one ever knows the name of my city when I say it. So I just say I'm from Chicago. Look, <laughs> I live near <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> OK, OK. I actually got one of my homeboys. He coached at Loyola, um, Illinois mm-hmm. for the basketball team. So, yeah, OK. Not that far I know- from me. Okay. All right. All right. I know I want to get up there. I don't know when, because it'd be it's nowhere up there. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I don't, I, yes I, it does. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm an old simple country fire Alabama boy. I don't know about the snow stuff. So but we'll I, see that. Look, I don't even like the snow. So if you ain't used to it, don't come, do yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say come, you might want to experience it, but you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't want to experience. I just want to go to the basketball game. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right then. All right then. So, uh, hey, you got to shout out your city now. You, I can't hear you on here just saying you from Chicago. What, what city? Where you really from? Peoria, Illinois. Hold on. That's uh, did Sean Livingston come from there? The basketball yes, player. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh, okay. I'm See, living. I knew what yes. it was. 
Okay. Yes. All right, then. So um, let's go ahead and get to the second question. What got you into nursing? Um, so this is a funny story. Every interview I do, this question is asked. And I'll tell you, the it's the funniest thing. The thing that got me into nursing was um, I was younger and um, I was with my mother and my sister. And it was my sister's like yearly well child exam. And um, I can remember that I went and just watching them do everything that they did, you know, getting my sister ready. I'm um, taking her vital signs, listening to her, looking her over. And I can just remember sitting there like, man, this stuff is so cool what they're doing. And I was just like, I want to be a nurse, mom. I want to be a nurse. And so it was when I was a younger girl. So nothing, there was no like actual event or anything that triggered and making me want to be a nurse. It was just literally seeing someone doing what they love to do. So. Okay. Tell me what nursing college you went to. Ooh. So undergrad, I went to Illinois Central College. It's the community college here in my my community. And then for my bachelor's, I went to OSF St. Francis Medical Center. Or it's a it's a college that my medical center has. So it's OSF College of Nursing is what it is. And then for my master's, I went to Chamberlain University. And then um, I'm currently enrolled at Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. I'm getting my doctorate of nurse practice in conjunction with a master's in business. Okay. So, hey, I got a lot of material off of that. So, um, <laughs> you went, uh, you got your, you attained your associates, then your bachelor's, then your master's. Wow. Hey, that's, and now you're still in school, right? Correct? Yes. Yes. I'm almost you're done. Still in school. Almost done. Okay. So, um, you got to tell people, you know, anytime you're trying to achieve anything great, you're going to have some um, some difficulty, some struggle. Tell the uh, audience exactly what you went through and how did you overcome that situation? Yes. So when I think about this question, like, so one of my jobs, I teach nursing students. And the thing that I tell them is, everybody's going to have their own kind of struggle. There's not going to be one particular kind of struggle. Everybody's going to have something else that affects them differently than what it would affect someone else. And um, personally for me, um, when I was in undergrad and um, I didn't have children. So, um, you know, I kind of just went with the flow of things. My biggest struggle was actually, um, transitioning from a high school student to a college student. So learning how to study and things like that was my biggest struggle there. But um, for my bachelor's degree, I had my daughter and then my master's degree, I had a son. So then my biggest struggle, I think then and now is the fact that um, I need to be able to juggle my time in a way that I still give enough time to my children. Okay. All right, then. So uh, since you had uh, you had your girl when you was getting your associate. With my bachelor's and bachelor's, okay, my masters, yeah, and your son with your mouse, okay. So you're gonna have a, a girl with your doctorate, then? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the world, hey, is too scary. You know, t- the world is scary. Let me tell you. When you attain your associate degree and you wanted to go back to get your bachelor, mm-hmm. what was the re- what was the reason why you wanted to continue to continue to further your education? Um, so I think it's just like my passion project or my, my dream, you know, just keeping that at the back of my head, you know, if 
I want to be able to run my own show one day or, you know, do the things that I want to do to give back to my community. I had to go back to school. So the other thing okay. that I think about is thinking about my single momness. You know, um, I also thought about like, hey, if I keep going and I can teach at a university one day, um, you know, maybe my kids can go for a discounted price or, you know, sometimes they give you college for free when you have, you know, when you work there for so long. So it's like um, for me, it's like. I got to think about both things, which could be beneficial to me and my baby. So, mm-hmm. so you say you want to run your own show one day, and that's probably why you're going back to get your doctorate. You you going to attain your business degree? Uh, what's your overall mission or goal? Um. So once you attain your doctorate and your business degree, you know what I say is I really just know that my footsteps are ordered. I really honestly don't have one thing that I want to do. I know that I love to help people. I know that I love to teach, to educate. I know that, you know, um, I'm passionate about children. You know, I wrote a children's book, so I would love to work with children. Like, I just, um, there's not one thing that just draws me in. So I pray about it and I don't worry about it because I know that my footsteps are ordered. So, I just hope that whatever it is that I'm ready for, because I believe it's going to land in my lap and I'm not even going to have to look for it. Now, you said you got a children's book. Yes. Yes. I wrote a children's book. I got two little girls. So you got to come on with the name of the name of your book. Okay, okay. So it's called um, Book of Affirmations. So I'll show you a picture of it. Actually, the characters in the book are my children. Okay. Yes. So they um, so I wrote a book for them and it was just something that I wanted to do um, to kind of leave a legacy for them, something that I would want them to think about every day when I'm not around them. What would my mom tell me if I'm not around? You know, what would she say? What would she want me to do? So I kind of wrote it for that, um, you know, in the beginning and then it turned into a big project. But it's called I Am Everything um, Book of Affirmations for Children. And. This is actually me with my kids, with our book. Okay. So um, it just got, I just had my one year anniversary for my book. Um, So, you know, it's aimed towards all ages. There's some adults that read the book with their children. They're like, oh my gosh, I use some of those words for me. So it's like, there's no particular age on it or whatnot, but um, I really made it for our, our children because our children need lots of guidance in the world that we live in these days. And um, you know, affirmations and, you know, even like with COVID and things like that, like not only adults were affected, but children were affected too. And it's like, I think that we kind of leave them on the back burner sometimes, not intentionally, but, you know, they saw their parents struggle through the pandemic. They seen these masks, you know, they went through changes and it's like, um, you know, just something positive for the kids. So. Okay. All right. Then that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I actually thought about making, uh, making, uh, a creating a book for my kids, but I'm glad you did. And now I got somebody to call and talk to now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. If you want to do it though, do it. I would say, you know, that's just something, a legacy to leave for your kids and your kids will be able to give it to their kids. You know, it's just something that will just stay in there and it's your words, your wisdom that's being passed down. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to pivot towards your nursing career. Okay. I want okay. to know, you, you know, what's your, what was your first job as a nurse? My first job as a nurse was on a medical surgical floor. Um, mm. 
one of the busiest floors in my organization, a different, I guess every floor has a different kind of busy, but um, it's one of the biggest units on within my organization. But um, we did anything from pre-op, post-op, intra-op. Um, we got overflow. So we got, I mean, we seen everything, Any anything that dealt with any system of the body we seen, but I got some good life experiences there and made the, you know, friends that are still my friends now. So it was good. Time. Okay. Okay. Then do you remember any of your uh, rookie mistakes that you did? Oh, yes. That's a good one. <laughs> um, yes. I can remember one. So I had a patient come back from a post-op procedure and, you know, with any kind of post-op procedure, you know, they have open wounds, whatever the case may be. You don't want their blood to be too thin. And I didn't have an order for it, but, you know, just to um, hold the medication that could have thinned their blood. Um, of course, no damage was done to the patient or anything like that. Um, you know, I could have went on by my day and not said anything, but, you you know, I did because, you know, the medicine was given and things like that. And, um, you know, they're there was no negative outcome or anything like that, but it was just the fact that, Hey, we need to bring awareness to the unit for this because um, maybe we can, you know, do orders, you know, for other new nurses who don't know this, you know? So, um, you know, I told my charge, you know, we filled out an incident report and, you know, went up the proper chain of command to um, hopefully prevent that from happening again. Uh, I'm glad you shared that because, um, you know, whoever listening in, and if you're a nurse, um, things happen. And um, just because things happen, don't mean that you cannot learn and grow from it. You should always speak up because you you speak enough for the patient. It's called being a patient advocate. So yes. if you if you could speak up, not only you know because you spoke up, then they probably looked into what happened, and then they probably put in place a process to help prevent it in the future. So speaking up is not a bad thing whenever things happen at job. I mean, things happen on everybody's job. So just speaking up and being accountable of your action can help prevent the next situation, which could be a a whole lot worse. Yes. And the patient is aware of everything because that is a part of it. You do have to disclose, you know, your mistake to the patient. That is their body. That's their right. Um, but you know, even getting feedback from the patient and things like that, um, that will improve all processes too. So, um, it's just something that when you go through, don't feel like you're alone, make sure you reach out to your resources that you have because you're most likely not the first person to make that mistake. That's correct. That's correct. What's your current position right now? Um, I'm a nurse practitioner for a facility in um, my community. Um, and then I also um, am a teacher's aide um, at the college that I attend, and they help pay my tuition for school. Oh, man. Okay. So uh, you say you got a family, you got two two little kids, and, and you say you you know you work as a nurse practitioner, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you're a teacher aide at the college that you attended. So mm-hmm. uh, how, how do you juggle your home life with your work life? <laughs> well, I have a very good support system. Um, yes, my, my mother, she's, um, my biggest support, um, but you know, my friends, um, my significant other, you know, all of them are very good support. And that's one thing about nursing school that you need is a support system and a support system who understands what you're going through. 
they might not be able to fully wrap their brain around what you're going through, how you feel, things like that. Um, but that's when you have your so your work support system and you're able to vent to them and talk to them and um, things like that. But having support systems inside and outside of work, I think, are, are very important. So, Okay. All right, then. So tell me your graduation date. Um, I don't know my graduation day yet. They ha- I haven't, they haven't told me yet. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Now, re- the reason why I asked that was because I wanted to know, you know, what's your five-year plan? You know, I know you say you want to give back to your community. So five years from now, what do you see yourself doing? So I'm honestly not sure, but I know one thing for sure is that I am going to be like try to be involved in the community as much as possible, um, you know, just to kind of give back, educate, things like that. I have some different things up my sleeve that I want to branch off of my book and do um, with the, you know, the youth in my community. Uh, but there's a lot of individuals in my community who are trying to do the same thing to make sure that, you know, we're the best that we can be. We all work together. You know, we all come together and things like that. So. Um, I'm not sure what my five-year plan is. I'm still praying about it, but, um, that is the thing that I know that I want to do. Okay. All right. Then that's right. Keep it close. Keep, keep your plan close to your vest. Close yes. to your chest. That's right. That's right. I, I'm, try, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it out of you, but you ain't going to come out for it. That's all right. No, <laughs> I know. I keep some things I keep close to me. I pray about it until I, I don't put it out in the universe until I pray about it. I gotta, mm. I gotta, you know, I gotta talk to my Lord about it and see what, see what I need to do first. I don't want to put it out there and then my plan changes. So, um, I definitely sit on it for a minute and see about what happens. Okay. All right, then. So, um, I'm gonna see you're gonna give me a straight answer on this one then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me some advice to those that are listening and they thinking about becoming a nurse. Um, so the best piece of advice that I can give, well, two, because the first thing that I want to say is becoming a nurse is one of the most humbling things that I've done in my entire life. Um, it makes me look at life in a different perspective than I think that like, um, you know, not other people, but people who don't work in the healthcare field. Um, I think that I look at a life in a different lens. I mean, it makes me appreciate life more. It makes me appreciate the people around me more. It makes me um, know that I'm actually here serving a purpose. So um, the other thing is, is that, you know, if you want to do it, you have to be able to prioritize, have organization skills and have that support system, um, you know, in order to be prepared. The studying, the things, the knowledge that you gain, that can all come along. You're going to put in work. Um, You might not have too much of a life, you know, over the years that you're in school, but it's like if you can put in the work, get the job done um, for that little bit of time, you'll have a lot of time for, you know, successes and, you know, trips and families and things like that. So just putting in that work for sure. Okay. All right. then. That's some good sound advice. Now, I I ain't going to hold up too much of your time, but uh. I got some questions that I normally ask people at okay. the end of the show just to give, you know, let people learn, learn a little bit about you. Okay. Now, when you when you drive it in to work as a nurse practitioner, who do you like to play on your radio? You like to get ratchet? You like to get ratchet or you, you go the gospel route? 
<laughs> um, I definitely on the way where get get a little ratchet. <laughs> so you gotta tip. You gotta tell me who you listen to. I mean, it depends on what's going on right now. You know what? Right now on my playlist, it's a uh, it's a little throwback song I'm playing. It's a it's smooth. Um, let me see. Come on, it's with a, me. It's a. It's called Crew. It's the remix with Gucci Mane, um, Shy Glizzy. That's I'm listening to that on the way to work, and that came out in 2017. So right, I definitely listen to that on the way to work for sure. That's my number one right now. Okay, okay. And that ain't that ain't that ain't ratchet. That's just I'm smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm walking into work smooth. You know, that's how I feel with that. <laughs> oh man, nah. I'm an Ash. I got the Ash. I'm a Gucci Man fan. You listen to more of his new music or the old music? So I, if if I listen to Gucci Man now, it's his newer music. But I have all of the old albums on the CDs that I used to play all the time. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. I started rap with Gucci Man back in 2009. He came out with that Blueprint Three. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. Wait, I think the name of the song was Candy Lady or something like that. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just oh, had to see oh. my cousin always got gave me like literally, I would pick my cousin up and he would have all the CDs and he would just put them in there and we would just ride and listen to them and hang out and talk. And he would just leave me with the CD. So I never mm-hmm. knew what I was listening to. I just knew it was, it said, you know, when you had the, the CDs, it said Gucci Mane on it. That's all that right. I got you. Yes, but that's what I'm listening to right now. Um, The other, um, I don't think there's nothing else that I really, um, Rotimi, I listen to a little bit of Rotimi. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big R&B fan. I would listen to some R&B before, but on the way to work, I just gotta, I just gotta feel, (laughs) I gotta feel myself before I'm going into work. Okay, okay. Well, I, I love Vito. I will play some Vito before I go to work too on, on certain certain days. Okay. All right then. All right then. Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. My favorite uh, RB artist of all time is R. Kelly, but right now I like to listen to her. Oh, I like I see her uh perform. I see her open for Chris Brown and she's a wonderful performer too. Her voice is beautiful. Okay. I like her. Yeah, okay, all right. I'm gonna have to go check her out. <laughs> now, next question, uh, activities that you do for fun since this pandemic started? Mm. Well, I have to say, um, I have traveled a lot during the pandemic. I love to travel. I ha- I run a travel, um, I have my own travel business. So on the side. So yes. Yeah, so when I, I love to travel, I went to this year, went to Mexico, St. Lucia. I went to the Dominican. Um, I've been in states too, um, Texas. I love to travel. I'm I'm gone, and I know it's not like a, <laughs> a hobby during the the pandemic. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm very cautious. You know, it got my N95 going on on my on my bleach wipes, and I'm good to go. So <laughs> okay, hey, I ain't no wrong with that. I'm I'm jealous, low key, because uh. I need to start me a travel business. If you got one, I need to get one too. Yes, yes, huh. yes. So, I mean, um, I always feel bad when it's just like, there is so much of the world that is so beautiful that we don't even get mm-hmm. to see. 
So mm-hmm. it's like one one goal that I want for myself and one promise that I made for myself and to my children is that I want them to be able to see the world like I see it. You know, I want them to. And I think that kids who travel and see stuff like that, they're more creative. They're more open minded. You know, they're my kids. They uh, we talk. Uh, I try to teach them a little bit of Spanish before we go, you know, so they can pick up experience, the cultures, things like that. So um, it's definitely something that I love to do. Hey, that's good. I'm happy that you're able to do it. That's that's the most important. Thank you. Thing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I want you to name one thing you would tell your younger self. Oh, that's a tough one. I would say <laughs> stay focused, Ashley. Stay focused. What? I don't know. Why would you say stay focused? What What oh, happened? What? I got a testimony. You ain't got enough time for it. <laughs> oh, I, I, yes, I do. Come on. Come on. I, yeah. I worked the double. I, I worked the double last night. So come on with your testimony. <laughs> I, um, I got my crown. I got my crown over here. I'm waiting on you. I just kind of got lost. I would say um, my senior year of high school. Um, you know, I was in a relationship that I may have not have been should have been in, and I started college with a low GPA. And this is where I tell my nursing students: I started college with a GPA of like a one point two or something. It was so low. And it's just like you can come back from it. You can change. You can you can bounce back. You can like I'm a living, walking testimony that you can make it through your storms. And it's like now this year I was voted 40 under 40 for the state, my state nurse emerging leader award. There's only 40 people that get it. And I was one that got it, you know, so it's like, wow. Like I just where I was when in my younger years, I wouldn't have thought I would would have been here now. So it's like I'm very authentic. I'm very transparent about who I am, um, even, you know, to my to my colleagues, my peers, things like that. Um, you know, it wasn't a perfect trail for me. You know, I was very um, I didn't listen to my mother, I guess you would say. <laughs> you know, my mother raised me well. My mother raised me with a good head on my shoulder. And my mother is the reason why I am the woman that I am today. And it's just like I kind of lost that path in high school and my first couple years of college. I actually almost failed out of nursing school. Mm, come on with it. Come on with it. I mean, you so it. it's just like, uh-uh, <laughs> I think uh-uh. to my younger self, I would have told myself to stay focused, grab, grab the head, stay focused, you know? So it's like, um, that's definitely what I would have told myself. All right, all right then. Now I got to ask you about that struggle in nursing school. I thought I asked. I thought I asked you if you struggled in nursing school. How did you almost flunk out? Um. So I think for me the biggest thing was the transition. Like, um, from going to high school, it wasn't in high school. I really felt like I really didn't have to study, and if I did, it was very little. Like, I feel like once we was in school, we listened to what the teacher said. Hey, this is what the test gonna be about. We came, we took the test, we passed. In college, it's not like that. In college, you got to open them books. So it's like, I think the biggest thing for me was thinking I just knew what I was doing and I would get those tests back and it would be like, you don't know what you're doing. So it's like, <laughs> um, the biggest thing for me was just that transition. But um, I met someone and we are still friends today. Um, her name is Emma and she kind of took me under her wing. And, you know, she is a big reason you know, why I got my focus back on track and, you know, um, now I can 
talk to nursing students, new nurses, things like that. You know, even with my students now, you know, I know where you've been. I, I know how you feel. I've been where you've been. Like, I know what you're going through. I know, you know, I've studied with without kids, with kids, like, but it can all happen. You can all get it done. It's just the fact that, you know, your testimony might be different than mine. So, but it can still be done. Um, gotcha. So, that's yeah. beautiful. I, I'm glad you shared that because uh, Brother Coleman, he like to flaunt out in nursing school every semester. So, oh I'm man, I, I, I struggle. <laughs> hey, I was working, I, I think I was working too many hours. That's a good excuse, huh? I was working about 30 hours a week as a pharmacy tech, mm-hmm. but uh, I just want to grasp in the concepts enough uh, to the point to where I was able to pass the tests. Mm-hmm. consistently at a B level. I was a I was a good C student all the way okay. through. So hey, I'm I'm just glad I'm I, I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna say you you here now. You here now. So hey, <laughs> hey it really don't even matter now. Huh? <laughs> it don't even matter. Hey, I got my license. Hey, hey, hey um, only thing people care about now is your paycheck now. So well you know and that's why I wish you know, we I still meet people that genuinely love nursing, genuinely love what they do. You can see it. You can see the light in their eyes, things like that. But then you got, you know, I think we need to go back to that kind of nursing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know what you're trying to allude to. I know a lot of time uh, people that made those uh, A's, or high grades, they move on to administration or they get away from the bedside care. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, the ones that struggle through nursing school, they just so they have a different uh, outlook on things. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what it's OK, because we are all different people. We all got different assignments in life and things like that. And it's just like it's a it's a good ending to my story, because even though I started college with a GPA, um, my bachelor's degree, I graduated summa cum laude with a 4.0. So it's like okay. you, you you bounce back. You you know your the things you go through in life make you a better person and it makes you a better nurse too. So I agree with you. Yeah. Hey man, Miss Ashley. Uh I'm not gonna hold you long. Um <laughs> but I do like to um have you I would like to ask you one last question. Okay, okay. All right. So uh I want you to name one nurse that should be on my show. And if you name them, you gotta help me get them. I mean, the first nurse that comes to my mind is, remember I told you the nurse that took me or my yeah, friend? Yeah, Emma. Emma, yes. Um, Emma is a wonderful person. She has a heart of gold. She has a lot of experience. Um, she has a degree before her nursing degree, too. She's just, she is amazing. But I don't think she has Instagram. Oh, that's fine. I mean, we can find a way to get in touch with her now. That, that ain't and nice. if you can't get her that, have you ever heard of Alviana Brewster? No, I haven't. Well, she is the um like the CEO or like she created um Black Nurse Entrepreneurs B and E. She will that's be amazing to have on your show. She will be amazing. She finds, you know, there's some people who finish nursing and, um, you know, maybe the hospital isn't for them. She will find your your niche and get you to where you need to go. Like she is amazing at what she does, you know, so. Right. Um, I will for sure connect you to so she can get on this show and give her her drop her gems and get her knowledge going. And so. All right. Then. Well, hey, 
Miss Ashley, I would like like to thank you for taking that time out of your business schedule being on this show. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you. I to, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate I'm, you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, yeah, no problem. And uh, I'm, I'm going to have to have you back on. I, I have some younger students, and I think they can benefit from being around an uh, individual like you. So I'm going to have to you. reach out to you. Yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to you again, and uh, maybe you can talk to a couple of my mentees and, uh, and, and go from there. Okay. You just let right me know. There. Okay, I'll do that. But hey, uh, to everybody that's tuning in, listening to this episode, I want you to share it with your friends and family. And you've been locked into another episode of Understanding the Nursing Game Podcast.